out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and right-doing, there is a field, I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make sense. Hi everyone, this week Meet Me in the Field continues our journey into COVID-19 lockdown. In this episode, we hear from six artists about how they are coping during the lockdown. The range in art forms from photography, through acting and tattooing, to visual slash performance art and music. I'm excited to present to you the journeys of Fiona, Wilhelm, Mark, Melissa, David and Marvin. This podcast is supported by The First Layer, the 12-step workbook on working through the 12 steps in any addiction in 21 sessions. There's also a 24-day step coaching and counseling program available based on the first layer. More information in this regard, go to www.freddy.org.za and click through from the notices at the right of the homepage. Please also look out for information on my new book, Life and Non, a 12-step guide to life for non-addicts. You can find it by following the link from the right of the homepage. It costs 300 rand without postage. Order from me in my shop at www.freddyshop.co.za. This is an artist's take. Sit back, relax and enjoy. Fiona is the photographer of episode 5 from 12 October 2017. Fiona and I have become quite good friends over the years and are even working on a project together. Watch this space. As you probably know, Fiona is a known and published photographer in Cape Town, a talent which she has taken further into developing a brand called Sober and Sexy. You can find her at www.soberandsexy.co.za. Fiona lives alone but also suffers from anxiety and depression. I was interested to find out how she is sailing these difficult lockdown waters. Let's find out how she does it. Fiona, good morning. How are you doing? Morning, Freddie. I'm doing well, considering. Yeah. Considering, I hear you, considering. (laughs) I see there's a little, beautiful little baby pup lying next to you. Such love. Such love. Oh, awesome. Well, mine, as you can see, is is somewhere at my back. So, um, (laughs) epic. So Fiona, we are in day 45 of lockdown in South Africa and and you are sitting in Cape Town. So how has this experience been for you? Um, (laughs) That face. To start, it's been very surreal. I've had very up and down moments. But on balance, I'm really pleasantly surprised that I'm coping quite well. Being in recovery for drink and drugs and other stuff, um, I have tools of a program to, to lean into. Yeah. Um, I have a support network, you know, such as yourself and some other recovery friends, online in 12-step meetings, and I'm meditating and I'm doing yoga and I'm doing workouts, cooking some lovely food. Awesome. Uh, and uh, I suffer from anxiety, generalized anxiety disorder and uh, type 2 bipolar. And I was quite concerned that, you know, there might be some mental health issues coming up with the isolation. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. I think that's a very, a very real fear. Yeah. And, and how has um, that been for you? To my surprise, it's, to my surprise, it's been okay. I mean, I haven't been depressed for quite a few years, which is amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm medicated, which is great. <laughs> yeah, me too, uh, which is great. <laughs> uh, but I was really concerned about my anxiety because a few weeks before lockdown, I was isolating and I cancelled a few appointments and I didn't see anyone and I got really, really anxious. And then the lockdown happened, but luckily I saw my psychiatrist about a week before lockdown and we up, looked at my meds and, and readjusted that. And I think the combination of surrender as well, that the fact, and also that I, because of the generalized anxiety disorder, uh, I don't have to go out and see anyone. I think, you know, just acceptance and the meditation and, and you know, the, the yoga, it's, it's been okay. And sometimes I do panic a bit about the future and, you know, how long is this going to last? What's it going to do yeah. to the economy and the poor people who are starving and your people are dying and will I catch this virus? But that's actually less and less, you know, especially the, with the, I'm doing at least 20 minutes meditation a day, which is the most I've ever done in, in my life. Awesome. I'm, you know, I'm doing it every single day. Yeah. And that's really, really helping. It helps and, me a um, lot you know, as the, well. The, Absolutely. You know, and also that I, I was concerned that I am very lazy and not very disciplined um, and not having a trainer to go to. Uh, every week, I was worried that I'd just end up, you know, sitting on the sofa watching TV and eating. Yeah. But um, I'm I'm exercising every day. I'm doing online and um, YouTube videos, oh, cool. and I'm not watching TV till six in the evening. I'm being quite disciplined with that. Oh wow, that's uh, discipline, eh? Wow. I know. So I'm really, I, I'm really surprised at myself and it also bodes well for coming out of lockdown that I have got the discipline to do the meditation, to do the workouts. I don't necessarily need to pay for gym. I can do it at home. Yeah. I mean, I, I miss going to meetings, having that connection, but I am very pleasantly surprised with myself and that, you know, thank God, I think, you know, I owe this to the program and the fellowship and people like yourself and my sponsor. I think it would be really, really scary if I was in active addiction. Um, imagine. I don't want to think about it. No, I, I feel for the addicts and alcoholics that are going through this time, whether, whether they can get hold of, of their drug of choice or whether they can't, either is, would be a nightmare. Yeah. I, I spoke to a lady on, in our complex on Friday, and she said, oh, I'm bringing... I'm bringing potato beer and pineapple beer in my in, in buckets in my bath. <laughs> 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 thank God, thank God, I'm not there anymore because I definitely would have would have done the some similar things. No, I would not have been able to to be without alcohol. There's no doubt about it. As for drugs, I don't want to know how how much I would yeah. have purchased, and I definitely would have run out because I'm an addict. You know. If I stock up, I use my stock in a, very, in a very short period of time. So it would have been a bloody nightmare. Or you would have put yourself in very dangerous situations and run the risk of getting busted by yeah. going out and trying to find, uh, which I know people, you know, I've, I've heard of a couple of people who are, are going out and, and illegally, well, obviously getting drugs anyway, but, you know, 
breaking curfew yeah. to go and find drugs. You know, it's more dangerous than ever because you can, it's more, you're more likely to get picked up by yeah. the police now. So oh. yeah, I mean, what a, re- although I, I, although I don't actually agree with the prohibition that's, um, the government has imposed. Yeah. Um, it doesn't work. It forces people to become criminals. Yeah, as we know, for alcoholics, it's very dangerous to go cold turkey. Yeah. We spoke about, or you mentioned surrender earlier, and I went through quite a terrible emotional period last week at some stage where I, well, I, I, read, I read a lot of news, and um, I'm quite in, in, in touch with everything that, that's going on. And and with everything I read, with with the, the balance between the economic um, situation and and the deaths, I, I couldn't I couldn't decide in which school am I? Should they 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 they, 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 they relax the lockdown and, and and bring the economy back up, or, or or should they just allow people to die for for the sake of the economy? Should they keep the economy locked down so that people people can live? And I was really in two minds about this, and it became really unmanageable in my head. Eventually, um, yeah. On Tuesday night, I, I was in a men's group, and it suddenly just dawned on me, Freddie, you've got no control over this. So you're worrying or, or, or debating yeah. your head. You don't have to have a position on this. There's a rule in place, so all you have to do is abide by the rule. <laughs> so surrender. <laughs> and since then, I've been very relaxed about it. It's okay. Whether I agree with it or not, it doesn't matter. There's a rule, and I'm, and I, I, I'm a, rule, a law-abiding citizen, so I abide by the law whether I agree with it or not. And that took the chaos out of my head, which really, really helped me a lot. You're also a photographer. Do you miss that artistic engagement at all? Yes and no. Um, I always get very anxious before a shoot because I've got, um, I've, I, I haven't got a lot, a lot of confidence still. I'm a lot better than I was. But um, with my project Sober and Sexy, which I was busy with, you know, I'm doing a charity calendar of recovering addicts and I was busy with getting 2021 ready and I was really happy with the results but getting really anxious with all the, all the shoots. So not to have that pressure is actually quite a relief and I thought that I might just get a bit creative with some drawing or take pictures around the house of the animals and I haven't. Okay. <laughs> um, and, and that's okay, you know... Uh, there's people on Facebook posting pictures of their art and their workouts and learning languages and stuff. And I, I don't feel the pressure to do that. Awesome. I'm, not, I'm not in the right space. I think just getting through each day with, with some meditation and some yummy food yeah. and relaxing and accepting and surrendering. Why put extra pressure on myself? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I think you, you, you're really raising an important issue and that is that whole concept of self-care. You living alone with your pets, it's imperative that you do what works for you and not yeah. put additional pressure on yourself. If, if you're still going to bring guilt and shame and less than and all that, of that into that space, it can't be good. It, it can't be good for you in any way. So well done on making those, the, the, those healthy decisions for yourself. Because yeah. I think a lot yeah. of people are putting themselves under such unnecessary pressure about yeah. this. Yeah. Listen, Fiona, do you have any idea of what you would like the world after the lockdown to look like. So if, if, you, if you open your door, if you could walk into a new world, what, what would that world be like? <laughs> oh, gosh. Wow. <laughs> I mean, the, 
That's a great question. Um, a whole I new mean, world. Of, what's the word? A whole new people. world, a new fantastic point of view. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so if you could walk into a whole new world, what would that look like? Uh, well, I suppose there's, you know, there's, there's what the world that I would like to see and the changes I'd like to see. And then there's the, you know, what realistically will happen. Yeah. Um, so, but what I'd like to see is, you know, it's, it's great to see that pollution is down in major cities. Wildlife is coming back to areas that, you know, humans were keeping away. People are working from home. I just quickly um, want to interrupt you there, Fiona, if you, if you don't mind, about the wildlife issue. Since I've known you, you have gone from eating meat to raw to vegetarian, no, to vegan. To vegan. So, Mostly. So, so how does it yeah. make you feel to, to, to watch these videos of wildlife coming back into cities and, and kind of re yeah. reclaiming? It, it warms my heart. It really does. Yeah, and, mine as uh, well. I'm, I'm smiling very broadly as we speak about this. It's so sweet. <laughs> kind of, you know, it, it's our time. Our time has come back. Well, I know. I mean, I, I, I read and I wish I would, should have written it down, but I saw a wonderful quote on social media that, you know, nature doesn't have um, opinions either way or it's, it's not taking sides. It's just that there's, there's, there's a balance. and. Yeah. The world will carry on without humans. In fact, it will thrive without us. And yeah. at this rate, we're going what, to. What's being pushed to one side at the moment has been uh, climate change. That's even though the, Quite, you know, the, the, yeah. there was huge, you know, the, the the pollution is down. There was a huge ozone hole over the North Pole, and that's closed. And the, but I think that's going to be very short-lived. I think people, when when the virus, you know, however long it takes for for it to for us to find a vaccine or for it to peter out, um, we will go back to our old ways, unfortunately. So you agree with me on that one. Is I, I spoke to Jakob the other night and I said to him, you know, the problem is that what, what I see in the lessons that I've learned from recovery and from doing the work that I do is people are anti-change. People don't, people don't just change. Change demands work. And I don't know whether the human race or a vast amount of the human race is willing to do the work to sustain the change we're seeing. So, so my, my feeling is unfortunately bleak. I think for a while the world is going to be beautiful and then we're just going to revert to all our old, all our old habits. Yeah. And that's kind of depressing yeah. in a way. <laughs> Why are we going through all of this? <laughs> a certain part of the population that are becoming a little bit more conscious and veganism is on the rise, and you know there's campaigns to save the rainforest. Well, that's been going on for a while, but you know save the save the planet uh, yeah. through um, sustainable and and renewable energy and all the rest of it. But the majority of the world is in poverty, and you know they haven't got the resources to become you know vegan and save the planet and give to charity and be woke or whatever you know and and. So I, I agree with you. I, I, I can't see much change until it gets absolutely desperate. The, 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 the virus has been an immediate danger and governments have reacted quite swiftly. But because climate change is probably, you know, it's going to get really, really bad in maybe 20, 30 years, it's not as immediate and there hasn't been as much action. And particularly yeah. with the Trump administration denying climate change, I mean, <laughs> It's absurd. Yeah. It's almost horrible. But um, 
So, you know, after we we're going to have to deal with that after the virus, but maybe I think there will be a little bit of a shift towards consciousness with the virus. I think, you know, there's, there's been awareness about wet markets and the treatment of animals. So maybe that will shift a little bit with a certain amount of, of the population, but uh, I don't think, you know, in, in, on, Generally, I don't think it's going to make a huge, huge difference, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately as well. Anyway, Fiona, this was awesome. So I really, really enjoyed seeing you again. And lovely and seeing you. your, your little furry friends. Yes. And you must have a wonderful and beautiful day. And um, keep up with everything you do. It sounds if you're really just making such healthy decisions for yourself. You're making this well, work for you. So you go, go. And yeah, what a what a difference! <laughs> no, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. From where we come from to now, it's a huge difference. So it was okay, lovely okay. seeing you. Look after yourself, eh? Okay, See ya. All right. Bye. Okay, bye. Our second guest is Valhalla, and an actor. He is a searcher from episode ninety-three of eighteen July twenty nineteen. Since our last chat, he has done some interesting soul-searching work, so I'm excited to see if that work has stood him in good stead during this difficult period. Let's hear what Valhalla has to say. Valhalla, good morning. How are you doing? Morning, Freddie. Good and you. Nice and a lovely Sunday morning. It is a beautiful Sunday morning out in our valley. Well, you're in a different valley than I am. <laughs> but, um, but I think the, the weather is very similar. Yeah. But Halem, today we are talking about a lockdown, COVID-19. And yes. so my husband came with the idea, why don't you talk to your previous guests and find out how yeah. they're experiencing it? So what I've done is I took my guests, my, all my previous guests, and I divided them into, into categories, and you, fall into <laughs> the art, and you fall into the artist category. Oh, that's nice to hear. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting to see is there a difference between how the religious people versus the artists versus the scientists versus the healers versus the spiritual mm, crowd, mm, how they are experiencing the whole lockdown thing? And, yes. and for, for me, what I'm excited about to hear what everybody thinks the world's going to look like afterwards. So, um, okay, yeah, so, yeah. So, so let's start by how is Valhalla experiencing lockdown? What, what went through your head when you heard we're going to be locked up for while well, we thought it was going to 21 days and today we're on day 44. So um, it's a bit longer than yeah. anticipated. <laughs> so so, so is, where, where, where are you? How are you coping? What, what, how, what, what's going on? Talk to me. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, I thought about it yesterday, actually. I mean, a year ago, we, no, you know, none of us would have thought we'd be here, you know, right, in this situation, not just for the country, but for the world and this kind of, this pause on, on, on the whole existence, you know. I love that, so the, pause, the pause on existence. What a nice way to put it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> yeah, so, but it, initially, yeah, it was quite, the idea of the whole lockdown was new and it was, nobody knew what it really was about or what it was going to be, what it was entailing. And then it kind of started. You heard Cyril Rappos' voice saying, everybody just stay at home and, I just moved to a new home, so that was... Thank God you were a, in before it happened. Yeah, yeah, no, very, very glad. To be honest, I, I was about a week in and I kind of went, I kind of hope this goes on <laughs> indefinitely. <laughs> I must be honest, I'm, <laughs> I'm with you on that, but I'm, 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 loving, I'm, I'm loving this. <laughs> 
Yeah. Being a freelance actor, you just work from home, but you, when you have time off, you kind of spend time with yourself and you kind of try to ground yourself in the times of when you don't, in the time when you don't have work. But yeah. uh, this was kind of just a kind of a, a full scale kind of a retreat, no work. I'm forced not to work now. Yeah. Kind of a sanctuary I kind of tried to start here where I live. I also moved to a room kind of underneath the house. It's not a dark dungeon. It's like this, it's, a, it's a room which has got its own kind of door, but it's, I needed to kind of be more in silence. Yeah. In, so instead of it, being in this, yeah, in this home where I'm with, with people. The feeling um, I get is grounded. <laughs> yes, very much. Yeah. Because you, um, you travel a lot for your, for your art, for your, for your yes, acting. Yes, yes. Mean, whenever I speak to you, oh, I'm in Joburg for a week and then I'm in Petersburg or wherever you yeah. you're constantly <laughs> not home. Yeah. So, so this must be yeah. a, weird, a weird feeling for you to be the home base for, for such a long period of time. Yeah. No, it, it was really, um, I must say, stressful. And when the news broke that all the arts festivals were kind of cancelled or, yeah. or postponed, it was, uh, that's the majority of my income. So, yeah. I was going to say, I, so, so, so you just saw kind of rants flying past you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, that's scary shit, man. Yeah, so, but luckily, I've been in this industry now for almost like 15 years. So I kind of know the nature of the beast. This is now just a kind of, the situation now is kind of in the belly of the beast, you know. So, yeah. um, but I know how to handle uh, this lifestyle, I would say, although it can be stressful. But, um, so yeah, I, I was kind of stressed out hearing that all my work is lost, but um, I was also thinking that all the people close in my life, close to me, they're also in the same position, my friends yeah. and, and active friends, and they, we're all in this together now, and we, there's a lot of love and support, so we, we're going to awesome. carry each other. And, but uh, besides that, uh, they, there's, there's also a, a, a solo journey for each of us now. And, yeah. and um, so that kind of forced me to not just uh, start or reinforce habits or activities I wanted to do for a while now, but it kind of put me in a really good routine, uh, this lockdown, to kind of uh, just do that because there's nothing else to do. I can't work. I can't audition. I can't do self-tapes. I, yeah. I can maybe do some poems on YouTube, but I was thinking I'll, I'll, I'll just stay away from performance. I'll just go in if I can't go out, you know? Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of positive stuff that came from this. Um, but yeah, it, it, it is, uh, lockdown is hard. It's not, um, life threw a lot of curveballs to me also in this past year and especially in this lockdown. So it's, it's, it's hard. And I think everyone's it, it finds it challenging. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm hearing you in a way, what you're saying is kind of having been in the industry for 15 years, you're kind of used to this kind of feast or famine. Yeah. The type of living. So yes. you've been feasting for a while. So this is just another time of famine and, and you're not going to freak out because you know you'll feast at some stage again and that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in a way, yeah. In a way, I kind of, I've, I've learned actually for the first time, I think now in this lockdown properly to, to surrender. There's different areas I think one can surrender in your life. Uh, some of them I struggle with, but this one I... I kind of think I've, I could feel it surrendering to if my money runs out and if this means that I am 
can't pay rent, then that is how everything should be. Um, You're not going to be the first person to contact your landlord and say, listen. Yeah. Because I've got people a, who had to make that call and the landlords were, well, yeah. as, as you had to have to accept it, I have to accept it as well. You know? <laughs> exactly. Because I've, you know, I've got other friends that, and they're quite in very much more stressful situations and they, they keep saying it is what it is and which is a good philosophy. Yeah. Or, but I, I feel with that, with that kind of saying, it, it's negative in a sense. And if I change the sentence and I kind of go, not it is what it is, but this is how it should be. It gives it a more positive and kind of a meaning and there's more purpose to it, you know. Yes. Everything it is as it is, then it's kind of, uh, you're kind of a slave to it. And if you if everything is it should be, then it's much more positive, I think. But yeah, so I've surrendered to the fact that I might lose a lot of money and work uh, and I don't really care about that. <laughs> there's uh, there's other stuff I, if I have to spend energy on, on worrying or needs to go down a rabbit hole, it, it, it should be much more, I think, in terms of the pandemic and what this could to yeah. mean to the world, kind of the positive and negative effects yeah. on, on the universe and the world. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned that if you can't go out, you'll go in. What, mm. what does that inward journey mean for you? What type of things have you done or are you doing? If you if yeah, you mind um, sharing that with us, it's been a it's been a few years now. Of, you know, meditating, which is part of my life, on, on and off, but mostly on now. Uh, it's um, it is a difficult practice. Not you know, it's. Uh, do it, you find it difficult? difficult? I do. I mean, when I'm in it, I'm in it. But I, when I drop out, then it's hard for me to to get in again but yeah. it's it's just discipline you know but um it's amazing i'm sorry to interrupt you there it's amazing uh, how my my head is so funny I, 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 I must be one of the slowest learners of earth but you know i hear things a, a, a thousand times and then the thousand and one hundred and thirty fifth time kind of the penny drops and i was watching a, <laughs> a, a youtube video of simon sinek last night and he was, oh, yes. he, as, as part of the conversation, he was talking about meditation. And he said, you know, and he said it's so kind of, and, and you all know in meditation, you, a thought arrives, you label it, you put it to the side, and you carry on meditating. And it suddenly oh, yes. dawned on me, okay, so label it. And, and, and what I heard from label is because I'm afraid if a thought comes, I'm going to forget it. And and, yes. and it's a, therefore I, I kind of clung to the thought in in, in meditation, so I don't uh, want to let uh, it go uh. because this is important. You know? But this morning, so I, I really concentrate on the thought arrives. I think I must remember to send that email to that client, yeah. as in client email, and let it go. Uh, uh. And it worked this morning. So okay, it seems okay, as if I'm yeah. eventually after ten years of meditating, I'm getting that concept. Sorry, I interrupted yeah. you there. So, so meditation. So yeah, so that kind of adds on to what you're saying because yeah, meditation means to become familiar with you know. So whatever you're meditating on or whatever the practice is, it's becoming more and more familiar. Yeah. Uh, either with your body or your breath or your thoughts, but yes, it's it's to become fam familiar. And um, but yeah, just to answer your question on the on the going in thing. Um, one of the stuff I realized in terms of this pandemic uh, is it's a it's a it's a virus, and it's you know it's it can make it makes you sick, or it can cause death, and there's a lot of you know fertilities already around the world. But it, 
I think it forced everyone worldwide to kind of just go, well, first of all, do I have it? How am I feeling? And um, I either go, I don't feel bad, and I, or I feel sick. And then either way. But if the question of how am I feeling shouldn't stop by, you know, am I sick or not? It should, I, I hope that a lot of the people kind of realize that they kind of just need to check in how am I feeling, really feeling. Yeah. And besides the virus, you know. Both physically and, and um, emotionally. Exactly. And spiritually. And yeah. So that kind of, yeah, it, it brought me to a place where um, uh, I started, I got into a very good yoga routine, which is, awesome. which is this whole journey I started with, with your own body, you know, and, um, and I started this incredible meditation course, uh, a four week uh, meditation course by the, uh, the writer, Dr. Joe Dispenza. And oh. uh, he focuses a lot on um, full scale body scan. So it was kind of, it was really invigorating to kind of do yoga and then do this kind of half an hour body scan where you really focus on literally every small part of your body yeah. and just get in touch with, well, yeah, your body and this, this machine who is still healthy and is not affected by this pandemic, but you, which is this temple you kind of carry with you. Yeah. And um, so that's where the kind of inward journey started with kind of just coming back to my body and making, awesome. you know, becoming familiar again with, not just muscles in the yoga practice, but like body parts of mine, I haven't, I haven't really I've forgotten about, you know, so, yeah. Because, because they start with kind of um, concentrate on your pinky of your right hand and then <laughs> the second finger. And my yeah. immediate thing with, the, I, I, I hate body scan meditations because my immediate thought is, oh, fuck, you know, the, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to really have to go through every fucking single part of my body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I become kind of impatient to get on with this whole thing. Yeah. So not, not only does it bring you to the present moment, but it, you, you start building a new relationship with your body. Very true. And um, so that was kind of where this kind of, I can call it like inward journey started. And yeah. then awesome. Yeah. And then a lot of um, the daily practice of meditation, which kind of really helped me uh, in the lockdown with a lot of emotional stuff and external stuff going on everywhere to kind of stay present and take it day by day, one day at a time. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I'm, going yeah. To, I'm going to end our little chat because as I said from the beginning, it's going yes. to be a short one is um, yes. to ask you what, what's your picture of the world after COVID-19 when we throw the doors open again, what, what do you think you, life is going to be like or what, or what would you like life to be like yeah um i think like i said earlier i think the, my biggest kind of wish or thought is that people really kind of checked in with themselves um because yeah in most countries it was kind of forced upon us and uh, really used it to their benefit um and then after the lockdown kind of ends if people can well, I, it's a big statement, but I, it would be great if, if there can be a really, really huge awakening just in terms of who we are, where we came from, where we're going, that we are part of nature. Mother Nature is always going to be here. We, we are visitors and uh, yeah. she's going to be okay. If there's now 20, 20 coronas at the, at the same time, Mother Nature is going to be fine. It's, it's, it's us. And we hopefully just realize that we are... We are nature. We are part of nature. Yeah. And uh, 
if we can just go back to that kind of constantly and realize that we need to take care of ourselves, which is nature and us. Yeah. Awesome. I like so it. hopefully there'll be more care yeah, and love. You suddenly reminded me of a Lorica Rauch song about Mother Nature, that size. And I can't remember the words now. I'll have to go and, go, go and find it. It's an Afrikaans. Yeah, it's an Afrikaans song. Um, Mother Artis Kutakop. It's a That's beautiful awesome, song. Yeah. I have to go and find it. <laughs> I have to go and listen to it this afternoon. But, but Halim, thank you so very much for your time and for yes. your always beautiful energy you, you bring to this space, <laughs> for your insight and for sharing what, what, what goes on for you. Um, I really enjoyed yeah. our little chat. And good luck with the puppy that you are fostering. Yeah. He had a three-month-old <laughs> golden retriever, a little girl on his lap when we started videoing. She is Gorgeous. So good yeah, luck. Yeah, now she's passed out here next to me. So oh, Even more good luck. Good luck saying goodbye to her after that period. Yes. <laughs> rather, and welcome rather. back to my cats then. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Look after yourself. Thank you so much. All right, Freddie. Yeah. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thirdly, we have Mark, the artist which went live on 25 January 2018. It was our 20th episode. We don't see each other often and hardly enough, but when we do connect, I always feel a very special soul connection with Mark. Find Mark's YouTube channel by searching Mark Rotenbach on YouTube. Mark, how awesome to see you on my, what is this? I nearly called it a TV screen. Michael, well, the screen that I have in front of me is so big, the it TV. could have been a TV <laughs> on my <laughs> computer screen. How are you doing? I'm good, Freddie. I'm doing well. Thank you. And it's nice to see you. It's nice to be with you. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been far too bloody long. This, this you living in Cape Town and me living in Somerset was, doesn't work for yes. us. <laughs> so we, yes, I think the last time I saw you was your 100 Yes, yes. Tenery, yeah. And this one this one's possibly going to be number hundred and forty-five, somewhere around there. So yeah. So you're cranking them up. I am (laughs) cranking well what one a week. So time just runs with us, eh? It's amazing. Yeah. So Mm. we before we started recording, Mark and I was were chatting away and suddenly I realized that if I don't start recording now, we're going to lose all the authenticity of the chat. So 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 we were talking about you you're an artist. A what what does one call what does one call you're a visual artist? And and a and a and you also do what do you call it? Performance art. Yeah. Yes, yeah. with your art. So yes. you mostly work from home. So you mentioned that COVID-19 hasn't really affected your kind of daily routine very often. But how has it, how has it influenced or has it influenced your psyche, your, your mental state, your spiritual state, your health, anything like that? Yeah. Well, I just want to go back to that art thing because the, it, I, the, the day we came under lockdown was, act, was the day that I was meant to go for a residency in Sweden where I was going to do no. a week community performance. <gasps> How many weeks? I would, be, I would be returning back in a, say, a week's time, actually. Oh, no, Mark. <gasps> so it's, it's really interesting how this all played out. And, you must um, have been furious. 
Well, what can one do? <laughs> you can get fucking angry. How dare you? <laughs> you, can, you can break shit. <laughs> COVID, how dare you? <laughs> exactly. Virus, if I find you, I'll wring your fucking neck. <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> Oh, and, and and become a national an international euro. <laughs> Mark, that's terrible. I'm so sorry to hear that. Well, yeah, I mean it's so it's been interesting, but but what's interesting is how okay, so for me, performance and art actions, whatever you call them, it's very much engaging with people body body you know we're in the same space and it's very much about being next to somebody and and with somebody in body yeah and uh, and that for me th- that is why i do it because there's that that immediacy and that intimacy and now i spoke to the organizers on friday actually and now they they they're inquiring whether it's possible <laughs> that i in a virtual way so i would do it online okay Sh- is it's, it's totally opposite to what my entire intention is about. Yeah. The is that the, the piece that I was going to do, it, it lends itself very much to lockdown. Okay. So because what I was going to do is going, I was going to go and do, instead of people coming into public spaces to do the performance, I was going to go into people's homes and we were going to do this at night. So it was very much working with the seasons and coming out of winter going into spring. So it was very much celebrating and working with that. But now, of course, with infection and all that, that messes it up. But, yeah, it, it's interesting. It's interesting how the universe throws these, these balls out to us, you know, and, and it's yeah. to catch them. And, sometimes and they curve balls, sometimes they're ball of, ball of balls of shit. <laughs> but catch, we have to catch. <laughs> and deal, deal, we have to deal. We don't have a choice, do we? <laughs> so what's your feeling? Are you going to say yes to, to the project? Yeah, I mean, that I think is my general approach to the universe is just say yes. Yeah. You know? Just say like yes. That. Grateful and to be just welcome whatever's coming my way, you know. And so I'm going to look at it. I'm going to just take, give it some serious thought. How will I go about it? I don't particularly like this online stuff. You know, yes, I can see my friend Freddie now and that's wonderful and I haven't seen you for a long time. So it's, it's weird how it opens things up but it's also not my preferred form of communication. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and also our relationship with this technology, I find it's, it's bringing up a lot of issues for me. It's like, do I really want to be, is this, is this how I want to live the rest of my life? I mean, I know that the, the virus is going to pass and all that, but does, is this what it's going to mean that we're going to have an increased interface with or, yeah. or have technology as the increased interface with our relating and being with others? Yeah. And if it does, interesting for you is, is, is how, does, how does Mark adapt to this? And whether he wants to or not, he has to, or does Mark, can Mark form some form of choice in here and say that I'm not going to go there? Yeah. yeah, it's quite a dilemma for me because my art is very much about being in a body. Even my studio work, it's very much, I mean, even the knitting, it's meditative, but meditation is about being in a body. It's not about climbing out of your body. Yeah. I mean, we've had that discussion on the podcast before. Absolutely. You taught me that, actually, that it's not <laughs> trying, trying to kind of get out. It's kind of be be here. Be in. Yeah, absolutely. Be in, very present with 
what's even going on with my body and, and yeah. be very my thinking like oh there's another thought there's another thought you know and so i've got to really reassess my relationship with technology and and also i'm interacting i've been interacting with i'd say the next generation so millennials so people that have they certainly came into it in their adolescence so it's it's very much part of who they are and they've got a different relationship with it. But they've also got a very different way of being in the world because of it. Mm-hmm. I'm aware of my, dif- my generational difference with that. And then also how there are things that I just balk at that I can't understand because I know something from a previous time. And, I would, and it keeps on coming back to the body. And it also comes back to being in a body also... Being in a body in space also means I'm in time. There's time that I've got to deal with. It takes so much, so much time for stuff to digest, physically, emotionally, da-da-da. Whereas with technology, there is no time. We're out, we out of time. We're in a dream space. And that is, it doesn't align with being in a body, you know? And I think that that sets up a lot of, deep psychological processes. Yeah. I hear you. Mm. There's something not matching. Yes. And is that conflict causing fear? It doesn't cause fear in me. It just causes, um, it creates, I, I, start, I, I start having a bit of, I have a meaning crisis. Okay. I don't know how meaning out of it because what I find happening with technology is that there is a lack of depth. There's no depth. Everything is on its flat screen. It's all on the same level. Everything is trashy. It's disposable. It can be thrown away. And then what's the point and what's the use of doing anything? If we can just throw it away, why develop relationships? If we can just throw it away, if we can just unstool. So the moment there's some glitch, there's some irritation, there's some confrontation, oh, I'm just going to uninstall. I don't like this. And my sense of being, my ontology is no. You know, those moments of conflict, um, confrontation, is what made my life more meaningful, richer, deeper. You know this. We, this is our story. This is our path that we've walked these yeah. past years. And... So how then, how do we as a people now with this new technology, which is framing and and making, giving us the forms of how we relate and and deal and navigate in our worlds, it's cutting cutting away conflicts. It's cutting away those things that made me deep. How do you go forward with that? Wow. I've never thought about that. It is very, and and as you say, in technology, you unfollow, you unfriend, you don't have to engage at all. You, you just walk away. No. Yeah. And, and if you're not going to allow yourself to be challenged in some way, how are you going to grow? Where, where's the growth going to come from? Where's the introspection yeah. going, going to come from? It's a really, really yeah. interesting, interesting perspective that I, that I haven't contemplated at all. Yeah. 
And, and then you also couple that with, say, pharma pharmaceuticals, and then it's, well, then maybe I also just take a pill for something. Yeah. So it's even further, because I think that's also becoming very much our culture, if I dare call it culture. It's the way we do things. We, we uninstall and we take pills for things we don't like. Yeah. Very, very true. In, in, instead of just going deeper, going in. Has and wrestling with, ex wrestling with acceptance. <laughs> yeah. Very, very true. Um, you know, people who are going to listen to this, I keep telling the same story over and over, but I've gone through a little bit of an existential crisis about this whole thing of do we kickstart the economy or do we save lives? And, and it, it, became, it became such, a, such an existential crisis in my head that eventually I just had to kind of say, you know what, Freddie, it, it actually doesn't really matter what you think or feel because you have to accept what is. Um, yeah. You have to accept that your thinking and your input in, and your, your feeling about this isn't going to change what is. And, and, and once I accepted yeah. that, I could relax into it and say, okay, fine. It is what it is. Yes. Um, yes. And, and that yes. was nice. So it, it sounds if you, as if you've got, got quite a clear picture of, of what you think the world's going to look like when we throw the doors open again. Not. Not at all. No. So, no. So, so, so what I'm hearing is nearly what, what you see it is at the moment and that you wouldn't like that to be what it, the future is going to be. Am I correct? Not necessarily. I, I mean, the way I'm making sense of this, the story I'm, I'm telling myself is that I think the first, my first response was, I feel that we've all been grounded. I've got feelings that we've all been grounded. We've been, we've been told to go home, stay home, and mind your own business, which I think is quite good advice, general advice, <laughs> mind your own business, and sit with your stuff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and that, that was initially was really, I mean, I was quite elated by that. There was something very, because it's a space that I know of. It's very much my path. It's yeah. part of my, my practice to continually come back. What is my part here? What is going on? So it felt like we were on a global retreat. You know, I do, and I do retreats often where it's just keep quiet and keep to yourself. Yeah. Observe, no judgment, just observe what comes up. So that felt quite amazing. I've also made sense of it is how I feel that we're all in a cocoon phase. So we that chrysalis in the cocoon, which is a dream space. Because as you say, we've got you you're running, you don't know where you are in the week. You know, time's gone. What time? What day of the week it is? Doesn't none of it make sense anymore? Yeah. Um, which I think is very much that liminal chrysalis space where. You know, that part of the animal, at some point, I think it's like completely melted. It's just a shell with mush. It's completely liquid inside, which is no form, no idea, no nothing. And then it's simply to sit with that very uncomfortable, or maybe it's not even uncomfortable if you let go of ideas. Maybe it's just being in a mush, absolute liquid state of what's going to emerge. How does this now coagulate, come together, and, and what will emerge, we don't know. Yeah. And also my practice is um, to, to become comfortable with the unknown. I don't know. Okay. And, and, and like trying to anticipate ideas of how you are, trying to come up with ideas to 
say, distract me from the discomfort of the unknown isn't useful, doesn't help. It, it, it perhaps hinders the process. Yes. So just keep coming back to I don't know and I'd be okay with the don't or just sit with that potential anxiety, whatever, 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 you know. No, you, you. So as an artist, I think I've had a lot of practice sitting with a lot of unknown. I mean, it happens to, for me with money. I never know when, how money is going to come sales. I don't have a set income. I don't have a gallery. Represent, I, I never know. So um, I, I've had a lot of practice being with the unknown. doesn't mean that I'm good at it at all. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but... Um... To be in that situation, we don't know. And I really feel for people that, you know, I also live hand to mouth. But for, uh, I think I'm in a more, I've been very lucky in the last few months. I've got a little bit of savings. But for a lot of people, it's not the case. And it's my heart goes out to those people of like, how the fuck do they do that? You know, mm. It's very Absolutely. hard. Absolutely. I hear you. So if Mark could, as a last question, if Mark could say his dream world after this and my, my, my feeling is whether, whether it's after this or not it would be Mark's dream world what, what would the world look like would we have a far more nature consciousness a, a far more connection consciousness what, 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 what would you like to see yes I, I would say it's a greater sense of responsibility of who and what we are, that we are not the only beings on this planet, that there are animals and that there are plants, there's a whole ecology that we are sharing. We've got neighbors. And um, pull back from the greed. Yeah. You know, just get really truthful about what I need. And, and realize there's a difference between what I want and what I need. Yeah. And that what I need is enough. And that the, and, and my needs aren't bottomless. There's a finiteness to my needs. And yes, it's okay to have some luxury, but also that things take time to grow, you know, for, for me to even have a salad, those, it took like an entire season for those leaves to grow. If I'm eating an animal, how long did that animal live for? Yeah. What so just be aware of the resources that I'm using in every single thing that I'm touching. So I guess a bit more gentleness and to slow down. I mean, this crazy pace is just, what is that? I so love what you're saying. It, it, oh, God, I, 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 I wish we could have had the day. <laughs> I, could talk to you. I could talk to you about this forever. Because you're bringing up so much stuff. I quickly want to mention something. Due to, to a home situation, I was forced to confront the way I, I engage with the house, which sounds really weird, but yeah, I'm very noisy. I'm a very uh-huh. noisy person. I'm not yeah. conscious of whether I put my, my mouse down softly or whether I do that with my mouse. It just it doesn't matter to me, while to my husband it does. And I had to confront this. And I did a podcast recording a long time ago with Andre Colfin Amarva, who spoke about we need to tread lightly. And, and I'm hearing you kind of, you know, touch gently, be, be aware. And mm. this, what happened for me was I started becoming aware of how I touch, of how I move. And I'm, I'm, so, I'm so much more mindful. 
is beautiful. I'm loving that journey of, of realizing that, Freddie, you're actually creating a lot of un- unnecessary noise. Mm-hmm. It's not okay. And what I'm hearing you saying as well is, I'm loving the fact that it feels if my whole body has, has, has gone into a space of I'm taking time. I'm just, I'm, I'm slower. I'm, I'm, I'm less frenetic. I, I actually, it's as if my body has moved from needing seven hours sleep to claiming nine. <laughs> mm, me too, me too. And it is the weirdest thing. I don't sleep nine hours a night, but but yet I wake up after seven hours and I'm still exhausted. And I I just turn around and I sleep another two hours because nothing's rushing me. And my body's yeah. loving it. I had nine hours last night and I woke up refreshed this morning for the first in a long time. And I'm loving it. So treat lightly, be kind, stop rushing. Just mm. allow time to be. Mark, I could talk to you about this all day and I'm loving this. It was so fucking awesome to see you again, mm. as, as always. Mm. I just love your energy. I love your head. And um, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank see, you. Uh, Best of luck. As well. Yeah. Bye. This British firecracker, our fourth guest, was episode 45 of 19 July 2018, and I called her the flutist. I always enjoyed chatting to Melissa because of her great energy. I'm so happy that I chatted to her because she had some exciting new developments in her life that we could catch up on, which significantly influenced her lockdown experience. She starred in a BBC documentary called The Addict's Symphony, and you can find that if you look for The Addict's Symphony on YouTube. There is a link in the write-up to this email. You can find interviews with Melissa about the documentary on the right of the YouTube screen when you go to the Addict Symphony. I recommend it. Make a point of also following Melissa on Instagram. Her handle is notquitevegan. She's quite a foodie and posts the most remarkable dishes on there. I think it's time she starts her own channel and shows us how to make those dishes. Anyway, this is Melissa's story. Enjoy. The informal high has been said, and this is now the formal high. Melissa, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good, you know, considering. <laughs> Generally, I'm good. That is awesome to hear because all of us, I think, you know, th- this, whole, this whole situation is just so weird. I'll never forget the, the few days between lockdown being, is the word proclaimed, and going into lockdown, I, I, I walked around and I would think, I can't believe I'm part of this. I can't believe I'm in a world where this is happening. And we are now yeah. in day 44 of lockdown. So my question to you is, how are you coping? Some days better than others. Okay. Obviously, which I think is kind of a running theme for a lot of people, whether they're in recovery or not. Yeah. You know, I've heard people on the radio also say, you know, like one day you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. I don't have to go to work. I can spend time at home with, you know, myself or my family or my partner or my kids or whatever. And the other day you're like in this existential crisis of what the fuck is going on. Absolutely. (laughs) And where is this going? Where am I going to be? And oh my God. And how long is it going to last? And am I going to have a job? And what am I going to do for a job? Mm -hmm. And, 
you know um so yeah some days i'm like really really enjoying just having time to kick back max relax and other days i'm like all i do is recovery and cook and read a bit and sleep and i feel very inadequate and i feel like i should be doing more and then i think oh my gosh you know fast forward like what am I going to do for a job? What am I going to do for money? Can I really survive? And then another day will come and I'll be like, all is well in the kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> Fear not. <laughs> the like, universe has your back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. So, so if you have been cooking, why have we been seeing so little pictures of the fabulous stuff that you create in the kitchen? God, I love so the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so they have been on there, but I think I only committed to the first 21 days. So basically I've been doing Instagram stories on my Instagram page, Not Quite Vegan, and I haven't been sharing them to Facebook very often. As Freddie grabs his phone to make sure he follows her on Instagram. And <laughs> because I, I haven't seen all of those. I, I, yeah, I, I so I've made a story. Remembering, remembering one dish. Really? That, that I saw of yours recently, yeah. Well, there's some amazing stuff on there, if I don't say so myself. But I think sometimes, you know, I mean, we've, we, we've really been spoiled with good food. I mean, you know, uh, the man in my life at the moment, he cooks really well as well. So we've Lucky kind of... fish. <laughs> yeah. And like, I introduced these like three ingredient flapjacks that are like gluten-free. And he has just taken that recipe and every time he makes them, they are completely different. Oh, wow. And he just goes wild. Like, we've just had them today. Yeah. So we're, having, we're definitely having lots of fun with food. Awesome. Um, you're going to have to have a look. Oh, well, I, yeah. I'm, page, I'm paging through it now. And, oh, my God. It's, it, it's are you on the story? It's 20, it's 20. No, I'm not. Um, you know, I, I, Melissa, I am so technologically not quite advanced. <laughs> that, one of that many. I'm actually not quite sure that I. Uh, so when I go to your page, how do I see the stories as opposed? So to there's the a little circle, you know, underneath my my name and my little uh -huh. bit of writing. There's little circles, and the one with the little virus emoji. Click on that. Ah, and you'll see it there. Cool. He's got awesome. it, everyone. Well, I, He's got it. There. there you go. I've got it. <laughs> I have. I am, I am with it. Cool. So I've learned something today because the, when I saw that, that one dish that you posted, I thought, oh, my God. So, so I love your, your, your food picture so much. So why am I not seeing the rest? Um, but here I they will, are. I am, just for you, I share more now, to Facebook. Please, you do that thing. <laughs> do that thing. <laughs> Listen, Melissa, and when last we spoke, you were working in the, in the hospitality industry. In the restaurant, yeah. Yeah, and you were studying at the same time. Yeah. So, oh, gosh. So, 2018, yeah. <laughs> so where have you been before lockdown happened? What, what, so what, what, what was, were you doing? I was still working for the restaurant pretty much as of finishing my studies, which is almost a year ago, it's in June. I basically threw myself into work after a trip to the UK, two trips yes. to the UK. I went back oh, wow. in July for my mum's 70th birthday. 70th? And had a, 
She doesn't look older than me. Right? Doesn't Whoa. she look amazing? No, I'm yeah. jealous. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Let, 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 let's give let's give her thirty seconds of height. <laughs> Damn you for being yeah, so proactive exactly. with your fitness. <laughs> Damn you! Yeah, completely. So. so I went back. I went back um, to throw her a surprise party. Oh, awesome. We we got on the Eurostar and we went to France. We went to Paris for three or four days. Oh wow! And that was so amazing. And then I came back to Cape Town and I, and I came back with a bit of a bump because okay. I'd been juggling all the balls, doing so many creative things. And then all of a sudden, I'm left with like two things instead of 10 things. Oh, my Does that make word. sense? Yeah. And I really started to identify with the people that are in the music industry and the famous people, why they hit these rock bottoms after they finished their shoots or their jobs or their albums mm. and how they slip into this depression because that's actually pretty much what happened. Oh, wow. You know, plus I'd got so much that I hadn't processed from A, a breakup, B, uh, a friend's death, mm -mm. C, you know, like even just my own well-being and, and you yeah. know, what am I doing in Cape Town? What am I going to do after my course finishes? Yeah. That everything just was like, cool, we're going to remind you where you were and oh now's God. the time to deal with it. So pretty much until at, just after my trip in October, uh, Freddie, I literally just had to go right back to the basics, go to work, do my meetings, recovery, you know, and just really keep yeah. my head above water and well, just oh God, it sounds ooh. find find some acceptance with the fact that I was really feeling very sad, yeah, and very sensitive, and you know there was part of me that was like, okay, cool, I've got all this free time, maybe I should be dating, maybe I should be doing this, and I just didn't have it in me, I didn't have it in me to like socialize very much, I really pulled myself towards myself. Mm just so that, you know, I didn't yeah. spin really out of control. So it was a rough couple of months. And then Shame I went man. back to England again for my friend's wedding. And, um, and I had a really rough time with that trip. It wasn't so like, oh, my God, I'm back. Let's party. It was a bit like, oh, my God, I'm back. Okay. okay. Yeah. It's really nice to be here. But I just felt so monotone. I know. And... And so I guess, you know, it's just the painful growth period. Mm. So I got back to Cape Town and as I got back, I think I spent three days just like getting over the trip and reconnecting with, you know, being back. Yeah. And I just had this mind shift and I was like, right, I need to start detaching from X, Y, and Z so that I can start the A, B, and C again, you know? Oh, wow. and, yeah. and I just snapped out of it. And oh, from fantastic. then... It's just, yeah, I mean, you know, I've got a new man in my life that's been nice and slow and... A um, muggle no hull. <laughs> a muggle, a muggle, right? That's awesome. What the fuck? I'm so I excited. Know. I'm such a romantic. I just get so excited when people fall in love and... It is such a difficult thing for me as a counselor and as a sponsor to kind of warn people mm. against it. And I hate it because my whole being just wants to embrace it for them. 
<laughs> so I'm so he happy likes- for you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm happy for me too. Of course you should. I really am. Yeah. Thank you. Because, you know, sometimes after a breakup or when you're going through a tough period in your life, you start to question like, is there something wrong with me? Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, am I ever going to get there again? Yeah. And, um, And so, yeah, I mean, we have a lot of fun. We have a lot in common. And it's just, it's very easy. It's it's just really different to anything that I've experienced and I'm, I'm really enjoying him and it's just awesome. this sense of calm. Yeah. And he makes so. fucking awesome three ingredient flapjacks. Right. <laughs> hey, There's now probably about a, he, 10 ingredients. But. He is a keeper. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. If you leave him, I'm going to try and grab him. (laughs) I'm telling you, the pancakes will seal the deal if nothing else does. I'll have to go into negotiations with my husband about it, but we'll worry about that when he wins. I'm sure he won't complain when he gets fed breakfast. I I think we should incorporate a third party in our our marriage. Um, He makes awesome pancakes. Exactly. I can just hear that conversation happening. (laughs) (laughs) How is it to be in lockdown and to want to kind of live this in loveness and this this new out of depression thing? It it must be a little bit frustrating. No, because he's with me. Oh, (laughs) wonderful! So obviously, that's also been like shifting up a gear. Yeah. Um, but it's been great. I mean, you know, um, I've really. I've really had to obviously manage my recovery and the shit that's in my head. Yeah. You know, which just shows to me how much things have changed in the last couple of years and especially since we spoke. And also how amazing the program is that we work, you know, and the fellowships that we're a part of. Because everything's Uh, gone online. And so... You know, it's now access. It was always accessible twenty four hours a day, but now even more so. Yeah. So the first three weeks was really hectic because we were at his place in town, very small, not really anywhere to go other than to walk to the shop. You know. Yeah. To try and get some activity in and run up and down the multi story car park, <laughs> you know, and up up and down the fire escape stairs for eight <laughs> floors. So we managed really well. Um, and, you know, I definitely also learned a lot about, you know, myself and, yeah. and what I can let go of and, and what I can't let go of, you know, in, in terms of like needs and, you know, all mm. of that juicy stuff. Yeah. And also experiencing like a shift in things like my diet, which, you know, as a recovering addict is really important because, yeah. you know, I can, I can use that to numb feelings. Oh, let's so also... There. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. It's like something that's swept over with a lot of people. And for Ugh. me, I managed to get to my, to my like comfort, awesome. um, like contentment with, yeah. with that. And then all of a sudden we find ourselves in lockdown and I was like eating things that I don't normally eat. So mm-hmm. I've been through a lot of emotions, but generally it's been managed very well. When there was that whole gap of, you know, you can make another, you can make a trip and you yeah. can go and find yourself in another home. I was like, look, when you finish work, you come to me because we have a garden. We have a big house. We're in Hout Bay with stunning views. God, you've got so beautiful now, views indeed. Exactly. So now lockdown doesn't really feel like lockdown. Okay, cool. Oh, that's wonderful. So, 
the worst thing about it is that we can't go in the ocean and it no. is perfect weather and i'd i'd started free diving just oh, before wow. lockdown so yeah i'm pissed off about that but i mean if that's the extent of my concern i mean <laughs> yeah, really you know what i mean <laughs> absolutely that is not yeah. really what you call a luxury problem <laughs> Right. So, 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 shall we file it under, under L for luxury resentments? <laughs> yeah. I think that should be a whole new section in your book, your next book. Yeah. And your true resentments and your luxury resentments. Yeah. That's, I'm so I, for that. There's an idea for my new book. Thank you very much. Exactly. You're so I'll welcome. I remember that. So, <laughs> as I said, this is going to be a, a short chat. I have thrown you in with the artists in my head yeah because of, of, <laughs> of your music and your food and yeah, I, I, I just can't think think of you differently than somebody who creates so so for me you will be and you, you will always be be an artist so what is what is melissa's take on when the, the doors are thrown open again what 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 would you like to see would you like to see a different world oh my gosh why is it everybody's reactions oh my gosh <laughs> Really? Is it? Okay, that's comforting. <laughs> <laughs> and I find it so weird <laughs> because I, I suppose I'm, I'm, I've just struggled to be in the moment. So I think a lot about yeah. it. And I think also because my higher power is nature. So, so I'm, I'm kind of, it, it sounds really, really, really disgusting. But in a way, I'm, I'm looking at, at Mother Nature and I kind of go, you go, girl. You know, you, yeah. you cl- you're claiming back what we have robbed you of for so many years um, absolutely so my view view of mother nature kind of still demanding her space and us actually getting to to, to learn our place <laughs> mm. that, 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 yeah. that, that, that's kind of the, the the picture that i have in my head so share with me what what you what would you like to see what i'm observing at the moment is is obviously people reconnecting with family you know where possible but on the flip side, I also know that there are people that live alone that are so isolated mm. and they are spinning, you know, they are like going wild. Yeah. So I think the element of like reconnecting with self, but also reconnecting with others is, is very important. And like, I'm a Capricorn. I like to be at home. I don't mind my <laughs> own <Yes> space. <laughs> You know, but too too much of that is detrimental for me, mm. and too little of that is detrimental for me. Yeah. So, so the fine balance so, that Melissa has to yeah has to, has to manage. Yeah. Absolutely, and I think what I would like to see more of, or what I would hope will continue, is you know less chaos. Yeah. Because if I look back six weeks ago or even eight weeks ago at my life, you know, traveling from Hout Bay to Cape Town pretty mm-hmm. much five, six days a week, yeah. going to work in the waterfront, you know, and I'm running. I'm a waitress. I'm running around and around and around. Sometimes oh, God, I cover God. like 12 kilometers a, a shift. Oh, my God. Ridiculous, like that, eight kilometers. I think the most I've done is like over 20,000 steps oh. in a shift. Oh, my you know, word. I was, I was doing shifts where sometimes I wouldn't even, like I'd sit down for 10 minutes, grab a quick bite to eat. And, you know, I might complain. There's uh, Some of my colleagues do this five, six days a week. 
Oh, my God. You know, and I was yeah. just exhausted. I can imagine. Even, even though I really enjoyed the structure, I was just really tired. And yeah. so I hope that we will just take a bit more of a chill pill, you know, and, mm. um, and maybe just find different ways and means of creating income, spending more time with each other. And also this, the drop in pollution obviously yeah. is just huge. I mean, but how can that be sustainable if you need to make a living? I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And if you need to travel, well, let, I don't let, know. Let's hope we find a way. It, it will be wonderful if we can find a way. Yeah. You used an interesting word that created an, a picture in my head and you said generate an income. I suppose you know Mark from the rooms as well. I spoke to him just before you. Yes, I do. I spoke to him. Another just, artist. Yeah. So he was. Yes. I spoke to him just before you, and he just he said he he would he would he would love to see less greed, and and yeah. when you said generate an income, the picture came for me kind of the difference between want and need, and Mark mentioned that as well. You know, do we really do we really need as much? No, we don't. Yeah. Exactly. Start living with what we need instead of what we want. That that will be yeah. oh, that will be such a beautiful picture. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. The fact that I that you know we weren't even allowed to go and buy things like makeup, yeah, or clothing for five <laughs> weeks. You know that is a big reality check because it's like you know sometimes <laughs> i'd find myself with a little bit of extra time you pop into a shop and you'd be like oh i didn't need anything but i'm going to leave with that anyway yeah you know and oh maybe i'll just try this oh look that's on sale the extent of that has been with food i mean obviously i've spent a lot of money on food yeah. and i've been creative with the food and started cooking things that i you know haven't or have meant to mm. that's been glorious but Wonderful. at the same time, it's, I think it's also been a little bit of a comfort. It's yeah. been a little bit of a, a fix, you know, yeah. just to feel like I'm still going out and doing something. Exactly. But I think we, we, we all need that in, in this time. You know, we, we, yeah. we, we, we have to give, give some form of meaning to ourselves. And I think that's why this podcast is leaving me on such a high because I suddenly feel as if I'm, I'm actually doing something that, that, that I really believe in and something I really want, yeah. want to know. So I'm, I'm loving this range of episodes I'm recording at the moment. I live on, on such a high after every chat. And something else that came through my head is, I've got a new boyfriend. I need to look fabulous. I'm not, I'm not allowed to buy makeup. <laughs> <laughs> now that hey, we is what you call an existential together. crisis. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> we, went, we went free diving together. He see me with no makeup. It's all good. <laughs> Awesome, <laughs> and he hasn't run away. So you, you, Not so you, yet, so no. you stay, young man, and and you, <laughs> you, you tell him I, I say that you are the best. So he should <laughs> bloody well appreciate you. Oh yes, so sweet. Yeah, um, awesome. I do want to just add because um, I know we didn't really talk much about creativity, but yes. one thing that I have done, and it did take me a few few weeks to get there. 
I pulled out some of my music that I worked on for my creative project for my studies, which obviously awesome. we talked about in the past episode. Yes. And I re-edited it and finally I put like the third one on my SoundCloud. And then I also bought one of those little cheap online writing courses just to, you know, be accountable some way. Yeah. I haven't opened it for about two weeks because I'm really enjoying being in Hout Bay and being able to sunbathe, <laughs> you know. But I have been proactive in that sense, you know, even if it's been a small amount. And what yeah. I have found difficult is to just give myself a break and yeah. not put too much expectation on myself. I read something that said, basically, just because you haven't finished that book or started this course or, you know, been working out every day doesn't mean that you're not still achieving something. Honey, Absolutely. you're in a pandemic. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know and I was what, like, we're never going to get this time back. Yeah, absolutely. Rest. Yeah, be very, very much. You know what I've done for myself during lockdown is I got myself an online personal trainer. Amazing. Um, How's it going? I have gained 17 kilos since I got married. <laughs> so That's it, love, honey. It's time to take control. It, it, no, not time to take control. It, it's time to make healthier decisions. And I, I know that I struggle to do it for myself, but, but once I have somebody to be accountable to, and you said those words as well, is, um, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's going beautifully. I've, yesterday I finished my first two weeks, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. The trainer that I've got is just oh, he's such a beautiful, gentle soul. So it's wonderful to work with somebody who is in recovery as well. So he comes mm. to you from, there's no judgment in this space. Um, Beautiful. So, so, so we do what we can and we, we, we take the wins and, and the losses we, we deal with. So it's, mm. it's wonderful. But I'm really That's glad so to hear that the creative juices are starting to come back because I am still looking yeah. forward to hearing the movie soundtrack that's going to be written. I haven't forgotten yes. about it, babes. I haven't forgotten <laughs> about it. <laughs> thanks. So thanks I'm, for the friendly to, reminder. To talk about accountability. <laughs> I've, I've got a oh. shit memory, but that I remember. So don't that you forget. You remember. <laughs> Listen, this was absolutely beautiful. Thank you so, so, so much. Really appreciate the time and the oh, most amazing you. energy that, that you bring to this space. And just keep on doing what you're doing. And let, Thank well, you, we, Freddie. We always kind of say stay in touch somehow. So, yeah. so love you dearly, baby. Look after yourself. See ya. Thank Bye. you so much. Take care of yourself. Okay, Bye. Bye. Our fifth artist, David, I chatted to for episode 94, which went live on 25 July 2019, and I called him the tattoo artist. He is in lockdown with his teacher girlfriend, not far from us, and I wanted to see how he is coping with not being able to work at all. Find his Davido Inc. creations on his Facebook page. Just go to Facebook and put in Davido Inc., that is D-A-V-I-D-O-I-N-K dot S-A, Davidoinc dot S-A on Facebook. Let's hear what David has to say. Good morning, David. How are you doing? Well, thank you, sir. <laughs> he looks like a spiritual guru sitting there with a wave. <laughs> so today we talk about COVID-19, the dreaded COVID-19, and how COVID is 
impacting your life and things around that. So you are a tattoo artist and you work for yourself in a company called DeVito Inc. And I carry one of your products on my on my left upper arm, which I'm very happy with. And I'm seriously considering the second one for which I will buy a voucher soon. How is this virus affecting you? Let's start with mentally, then we get to physically, and then we get to financially. Mentally, it's draining, first of all. Uh, in the beginning, it was, it was okay because everyone had to do their thing and adhere and abide by the rule and law. I mean, that was what, they, what the president needed to do was the right thing. Just, so it was perfectly well said, but I think it's just come to a time where it's, it's now over, like we were talking about earlier. It's absolutely over in everyone's mind. We're educated enough. I'm certainly mentally, I'm educated enough more so now to be more aware of yeah. what we need to be doing and setting a, a protocols and processes that's more responsible in the way that how we communicate and, and deal with each other in close quarters, that type of thing. So mentally, uh, it was challenging. It was very, very difficult in the beginning to try and accept. It was almost surreal having this, getting the speech out, watching the speech, knowing 50 million of our citizens are literally glued to the screens and waiting for this bomb drop to be told, right, that's it, boys and girls, we've, we've done, we've got to stay inside. And it was fine. But now it's, mentally it's just become extremely frustrating because I just feel in every single which way we're getting mistreated as it progresses and it gets longer. It gets obviously more frustrating and everything else financially. It's it's a snowball effect because certainly you've got a certain amount of reserves like we all do. We're responsible with money in a way that if it was something to do with, especially in this particular case with the lockdown, we got told stay at home. Uh, and we did it. We could do it for two weeks, even three weeks. It's fine. Right. But I say, yes, it's going to be tough, but we're not closing businesses. We're not stressing people on, on having anxiety attacks. Um, I mean, it's, to be honest, my anxiety has come back. Mm. It's really come back. And that is purely because of that, the snowball effect from being affected financially. We're all human beings and we have uh, thoughts and feelings and everything else. And we can, Unfortunately, sometimes we succumb to uh, our fears, our biggest fears, in a, an environment or setting that we initially thought would be okay, being home, etc. But it turns out that it's actually imprisoning oneself physically and mentally, spiritually, and everything else. So, yeah, uh, yeah the snowballs, it, it started already. Okay. Uh, so mentally, yeah, it's draining. It's okay. very, very draining. Just the only thought that keeps going in my mind is just end the lockdown, get it on. People are going to survive. It's, it's, it's going to be fine. People are responsible. Mm. We're not stupid. We care for each other. It's not like yeah. people don't care. Your wife so, is a teacher. Your, your girlfriend is a, is a teacher. So she's, yeah. so she's also stuck at home at the moment. She is. Uh, fortunately, she is working. She's having got the opportunity to work online and deal with, uh, awesome. with the students. Going back to the first question, mentally, she's she's stressing out but, yeah. hugely, and her kids are ten times worse because sure. they they're almost begging. They 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 want to come back to school. They yeah. just actually 
get through staying at home. Boy. So it tells you how the dynamic has shifted. Yeah. People uh, or kids not wanting to be at work and home and everything else, and then they lose that. They get stuck with that. Now they want it back. But she's dealing with it very, very well. We are. Uh, cool. Just got to get uh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Do you do any physical exercise while you're in lockdown? I am. We've actually set ourselves, uh, we've got a bit of a routine. It's not a strict routine. We just make sure that we, uh, we do, uh, we get something playing on YouTube, like a, a little fitness thing or uh, anything else. So we've got a bit of free weights here at home. Okay. We, we have a tiny a little space, but we, we choose either to do it in the bedroom or here in the lounge and get some sun. So yeah, we definitely get some physical exercise, a bit of tanning, um, yeah, it's like uh, whatever, whatever we seem, yeah. or whatever we try to keep ourselves busy with, it. even if it's sitting on the balcony, I would sketch on the balcony just to be in the sun type yeah. of thing and fill two hours of my day. Yeah, it's so, nice to have an outside space. I would have gone mad if I couldn't. Just just a balcony for me is extremely yeah. important. I'm, I'm not a big outside yeah. person, but when, I want, when my soul wants to be outside, it wants to be outside. So um, That's a, I feel terribly sorry for people who don't have the ability to have a balcony. I mean, we've got a very small garden, yeah, but it, it, I can step outside. I can. We can now, obviously, important. with this, this six to nine, uh, and we yeah. are taking walkers now. We uh, Afrikaans and club at doing, so we taking a walk, and we walk for the three hours. I mean, we just oh, wow. literally we vomit, and everyone's cool. in good spirits morning morning get back and by the time it's breakfast so uh, that's stimulating yeah that's okay okay cool you issued vouchers the hygiene vouchers yeah so you, as a tattoo artist you obviously can't see clients so i saw a, a message or, or a mail or something i don't know how as a previous client and as a friend saw a message that you are issuing vouchers for your services so people can actually buy the voucher now and when they want once you can can open shop again you can do the tattoos for those vouchers and you at ridiculous prices as well so um for the people who are interested go visit davido inc um on yeah. on facebook and and, no, and, facebook. and have a look at that i mean david's giving away a, a, a thousand rand tattoo for a voucher of 500 rand what gave you that idea to do that because when I saw that, well, I thought, wow, David, this is, this is clever. Well done. <laughs> in the beginning, uh, in the beginning, in the Benini in Guinea, Guinea, as uh, our wonderful ex-president used to say, uh, we, had, we had the lockdown and I thought financially, look, I'm stable enough, it's fine. But then, you know, so-called me- knowing what's going to be coming in the next month, so I ended up creating an initiative with, this, with a discount. The first, the first time around, I was while designing the advert, it was going to be like something like a ten or fifteen or twenty percent or something like that. But then I thought, I'm not even making money. My clients aren't even making money. What? Let's just almost give it away. Yes, yeah. I'm losing a huge amount, but <clears throat> it's almost doing it for the sake and having that gratitude for for all the wonderful clients that supported yeah. me throughout the years. I mean, it's just it. And I went into Facebook and, and Instagram and did a bit of research, finding out what all, all the other shops in, in oh, cool. yeah. South Africa is doing. They're doing 20% discounts and they're doing, I thought that, but that's not enough. You need mm. to you know, extend a hand, that type yeah. of thing. And 
I ended up creating the 50% of a voucher and that has literally, uh, it's been so successful. Oh, wonderful. Uh, literally, I've, it's, it's, it's calmed that whole financial status yeah. down. It's, I can get through for the next month to two months. Fantastic. Uh, well, purely wonderful help from yeah. the clients. I'm so it's happy to hear that. Um, it was yeah. really a clever initiative. I, I thought, wow, you know, this is, this is, this is really cool. So well, well, well done on, on, on getting that idea. Listen, David, has lockdown changed the way you think and feel about the world, about the environment, about people, about business? Sure. That's a very interesting question because it actually hasn't changed my thought process. It's actually, it's actually confirmed what I've been thinking and how I feel okay. already. Um, and I, I don't mean to be uh, biased or, or unjust or anything like that or rude or come across arrogant or anything like that, but there, there's a certain amount of... Um, I would just say there's a certain amount of greed and care and uh, all the different sort of moralities, principles that, uh, that people have, but it's just in our such particular situation, it's pushing and testing those all, all our, uh, the, the attributes. And it's just everything that's been happening and all from fake news, so-called fake news, real news, all of that. And what people are thinking and chatting and friends are saying, family, it's just confirming to what I've always thought. It's just people at the, the, the overall government status is literally destroying the, the communities, the, the people that's the taxpayers, the people that are actually helping other people. It's not the government. If it, if it, were, if it weren't for the citizens and people in our country that work so hard and passionately at what they do and help and give and, you know, follow the system and pay their taxes and do the, do the right thing. But they're just getting nailed. There's, there's no, it's just, I see it as a whole take, it's just taking. It's literally going to almost like a fruit tree for this metaphor. It's grabbing the best fruit at the top, not waiting for it to, to just let it bear its fruit. It's raping it. It's absolutely destroying and they fully, they, they know full well of what they're doing. So people are compassionate and it's showing. It does show. But uh, um, I think to get back to the question, we're going to, the world's definitely going to change. We're going to be definitely much more responsible as to how we approach and do business and everything else in close contact quarters. But there's also a very good chance that it's going to go back to the same because human beings are habitual. We're, we create our own routine and our, our own habits. We're going to get, we're, we're, we are human beings. We need the touch. We need the hug. We need the kiss. We need the hello. We need the little pat on the back to say everything's going to be a fine. Nothing is going to stop that. It, it doesn't matter. Nothing. I mean, all the, all the, the unfortunate uh, viruses that have occurred and everything else from the whole Spanish flu with Ebola, AIDS, everything else. It's, a normal, it's just one of those things in life. But you know what? Life goes on. There's going to be certain different ways in business that's going to be held. Obviously, it's going to get, go touch a little bit more uh, on the digital spectrum with the whole meetings, like what we're doing. We're doing the Zoom uh, meeting and clients are going to, they don't have to be flying around that type of thing. 
So to a certain extent, it's going to be, it'll work just fine, but we're going to go back. We're going to go back to how it was. We're just, I think the people are going to be, we're going to be a little bit more responsible and I think a little bit more caring and compassionate. Um, yeah, I think uh, it's uh, if not, even if it's taken away our jobs, and like in this, people have lost their jobs, their livelihoods, and everything else. But what they're going to do is you're going to get back on the horse, you're going to go and find that job. And if it includes uh, something of interacting and being with people in close quarters, you're going to do that. There's just going to be different protocols that you're going to have to follow, which is going to be okay because that essentially is going to protect ourselves for whatever's to come in the future. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm very positive. I have a good positive outlook as to uh, us humans carrying on, carrying on and doing the best that we can. But uh, the biggest fear is government and how they are just destroying, destroying yeah. the people. In every sense of the word. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all know it. It's, the writing's been on the wall for years. It just, it's, you thought that, I mean, it almost feels like it's a, it's slightly touching on the whole apartheid thing, but it's not a, they're really touching based on, on race issues and stuff like that. I mean, how, the nonsensical, unethical, irresponsible oh, yeah. ways of the so-called educated it's yeah. so sad and it's frightening because they're the ones that actually can turn things around and make an amazing place for us. Mm-hmm. But again, like, like Gareth Cliff was saying, and if you had his, uh, his podcast, he was talking, he did that wonderful speech and just saying, you know what, it's going to come a time where the, the people are just going to rise and stand. Yeah. And yeah, I, heard, I heard that, yeah. Friends, uh, a couple of friends are starting to talk about, you know what, why don't we actually go and protest on the road. Close the two already now. L- literally, we make a day. Are they going to lock up 5,000 mm. people, 2,000 yeah. people? But that's what it takes because that disrupts. I mean, look at what the protests do every, every yeah. second week. They destroy the economy. Oh, yeah. It's already destroyed. Let's make a point in doing something. Mm. I, I don't know. There is now a, nearly call it the public revolt group forming on Facebook. Um, I don't know whether you've received the link to, to, to join. That was one of them. So, so, so there seems to be a few. That was definitely not, not the one I got. David, we're out of time. I want to thank you for your time. And um, last question, just so are you playing a bit more guitar? Because I'm seeing the guitar there hanging behind you. Uh, yeah, I'm actually playing quite a lot more. Awesome. So the creative juices are flowing carry on and just wait for the lockdown to finish get cracking with people yeah just cool (laughs) david thank you so much i really appreciate your time it's awesome chatting to you you. awesome seeing you again look after yourself see ya right bye lastly we have marvin he was the actor of episode 17 of 4 January 2018. I was excited to catch up with Marvin because he has relocated to Somerset West and now lives with his girlfriend and a new cat and apparently two rats not too far from us. I was interested to hear if they are coping during lockdown and to find out what they are doing to stay sane. This is Marvin's story.
and we are live in our non-mother tongue. Welcome, Marvin. How are you doing? <laughs> Thank you, Freddie. I am slightly hungry, but that's okay. We will be fast with this. I hope there's somebody sure. making you a beautiful dinner. Uh, Uber Eats, in fact. That's oh, how oh, cool. Awesome. Something I've never used. Actually, so, <laughs> so, since we've lived in this house, we've never had delivery done, and that's five over five years. Wow. The only thing we do is pizza. And um, we only going. F- we we used to fight about who's going to, to to order and fetch it because it was a most beautiful guy who worked there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and now somebody else bought the place over. And now come now. Okay, now we buy Willis pizza and we. No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> There's no incentive to order pizza anymore. <laughs> we are on day. Is it fifty or fifty one? Um, um, I, always, I, no I, always, I always look on News24, they have a, count, a counter up or a counter down. Day 52, oh my God, we missed a day or two. We are, wow. we are 52 wow. days, 18 hours and 9 minutes in lockdown. So wow. how, has, how has Marvin coped? <laughs> um, my go-to, my, my stability has always been routine. So, okay. so that's what I latched onto was... Okay. Finding a routine that would um, keep me sane, and that's um, interesting because you, that. because you, you're in an industry where there's very little routine. There's no routine, yeah. Yeah. So 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 so, so, so you so you are the odd one out who will go and create a routine for yourself within this chaotic industry. It's the madness. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't say if I'm the odd one out, but I, I think I'm one of maybe. I th- I'm, I'm. I just. I'm lucky enough to have figured out that routine works for me. Okay. Um, I think it works for everyone, but you know, that's yeah. <laughs> so, so most people just still have to realize that. Yeah. Do that's, you, that's kind do, of how I say it. Do you hear me, husband? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is fun to break the routine every now and then, but I, oh. I do think that we, we function better when there is a set routine. Uh, so yeah, m- routine, is, especially the morning routine has become quite important some coffee outside and then immediately followed by meditation Cool. and then breakfast and then work. And it's okay. been like that for the past. And, and work for you lately has been writing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Writing. writing and do you feel that lockdown has in any way influenced your creativity or is it just really for you business as usual? I, th- yeah, I think it's just been business as usual. Okay. Um, my, my approach to creativity is quite systematic and I don't leave anything up to, up to chance. So okay. I don't, I don't, I'm not really, I'm not saying inspiration doesn't come, but I, I don't rely on inspiration. It's more, it's more. A systematic approach. Um, systematic. Yeah. No. Okay. So nothing, nothing in that regard has really changed. Okay, cool. And you cohabitate with somebody and is that person also an artist? Also, what, what does she do? She is an artist. I'm actually staring. So her, her creating spaces through this is in this room opposite me. Okay. Where she she's a puppeteer. She makes puppets. She designs. Oh my word! Does theater. So that's been going on, and I think oh one of the things that she's done with with a friend of hers is they they set each other challenges weekly 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 okay. or bi-weekly, weekly challenges that they so they either write a story or they 
make something or various things to keep the creativity. Okay. So that's pretty cool. It's been nice to see awesome. you know, yeah. that as well. So at least you you weren't kind of sit, sitting in your office kind of typing away while there's somebody lounging in the house doing nothing and getting bored of Netflix <laughs> yeah. and those types of things. Because that, that would have driven me insane. Fortunately, with, with, with me as well, my husband's, well, he's a lecturer at, Stel at Stellenbosch. So he's been working really hard to, 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 to create his courses, online courses, and okay, all those, okay, those type okay. of things. And recently, he's been lecturing. It was so funny that... Um, the first day he taught his first years, I was busy seeing a client on Skype. And we have that, we just spoke about the cats. We had the adult cat and, and the small cat. Yeah. And this adult cat was sleeping in his office in front of the heater. And the small cat went to Kataza, the big cat, the whole time <laughs> while he was lecturing. <laughs> so I was sitting here. Yeah, the, the, it was this roaring cat fight every few minutes. So Yaku's door would open, throw the small cat out, quiet. He's lecturing. Next minute, I hear cluck, cluck, the cat flap goes, cat fight. <laughs> Eventually, oh, wow. my, my door just opened and a great cat was flung into my office. <laughs> now it's your problem. Deal. <laughs> it was so funny. So... <laughs> It sounds as if you've been in a creative space and life is going on. Now, yeah. what you mentioned earlier is you are now actually leaving the house and going to work. Sometimes, like, like once a week. Okay, cool. And does that feel strange? Or does, do you kind of drive and think, oh my God, look how, I don't know, autumn has arrived while, while I was locked in the house? Or <laughs> no, no, it feels very, very strange. It's very strange because the, the, the army presence is, is felt. Are you, are you serious? It's felt um, on the N2, on the R300. It's, okay. It's, yeah. There's, so the roadblocks are there and they check. Oh, wow. They, for example, when I get to, to the place, to the recording studios, uh, I have to have my temperature taken before. Oh, word. I go in. Okay. If, if my temperature is too high, I can't go in. Okay. Um, then everything I take in needs to be sanitized and cleaned and there's no it's a, it's it's definitely okay. not normal that's yeah, yeah. okay so it, yeah. does it kind of feel i want to use the word and I, i'm not doing it i'm not doing it using it politically but it, it kind of feel com communistic where, where everything's kind of very military checked rechecked type, yeah. type of thing today today it felt like i was in a it felt Kind of like a bit of a war zone, is what okay. it felt like. Um, I think that was just because of the army, and because when I finally got to where I was going, there was a green military type tent set up with the. Oh my word! Yeah, very much so. Very strange. Yeah. Military state. Real, really, really mm -hmm. in, in, interesting times that 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 we do live in. And yeah. you mentioned earlier that you meditate in the mornings. Yes. What do you just sit quietly, or do you do a specific? type of meditation or do you use an app i use an app I've, i found um so I've, I've been using a few, a few apps um so i used omvana for a while which i still do occasionally from mind valley and then eventually i found an app called insight timer oh yes which which i've been using since and yeah. which is fantastic i love um, it as well and sometimes Sometimes Sorry? I use the timer and sometimes we just, mostly we just, we, we listen to a, a guided meditation. Okay, cool. Uh, do you and your girlfriend meditate together? Yeah. 
Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's, what a lovely thing to do together. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Like that from day one. Yeah. Oh, wow. Marvin, is there anything else you do differently in lockdown to ensure your sanity, your spiritual and mental health? I know you also got a yeah. kitten recently, didn't you? Yeah. How he's, old is yours? How old is he now? His name is Nova and he's now uh, eight, eight or nine months. Okay, so he's yeah. not, he's eight also a te- teenager like ours. Yeah, very busy. Ours as well. I've never had a puppy or a kitten, and both Yaku and I kind of, we can't believe the energy levels. It is insane. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's very, it's very it beautiful. Yeah. And yeah. he's your only, he's your only pet. Yeah. Well, no, actually, no. We have two rats. Which we... <laughs> okay. Yeah. One cat and two rats. Dinner and, and, two rats and they called they... dinner and breakfast. <laughs> They are kept very, they kept separate. I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. We tried to introduce them to each other. It did not go up. <laughs> uh, so. I can so imagine. They kept separately. But yeah, so the, the, I mean, the cat is a joy to have around. The other thing that we, that we do to just to keep sane is exercise, which there's something about going to the gym, which is, half the battle one. I mean, if you, once you get there, you're there to exercise. Yeah. I think for, for a lot of people, it's like going to the office. Once you get to the office, yeah, it's, you're there to work, so you work easily. And working from home, and you would know it takes a whole another level yeah. of commitment um, to not procrastinate and to actually just do the work. So then the same thing has happened with exercise. I now need to really, you know, muster up the, the courage, or not the courage, but the the willpower yeah. to actually do some exercise. Um, but we still, uh, that, that's another uh, another routine or another part of the routine that, that's okay. kind of transformed into. And do you have a home gym or do you do body, what do you call it, your own body weight exercises? So just before the lockdown started, I went to I was a shop and I bought two kettlebells oh, cool. um, and resistance bands. Okay. And... That's it, and that's what I do. And, then and they do the trick. Go for a run usually, and then, yeah, and that's been keeping me awesome. yeah, in shape. Good, 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 good. And last question before you, you faint from hunger is, um, <laughs> okay. is if you can have your will, what will life post-COVID-19 look for you? Will you redesign the world <laughs> if, 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 if you could to, to be a certain way after COVID-19? And if so, what will it look like? Sure. Um, I think that's a tough question. It is a tough question, yeah. I just want everyone to discover how wonderful meditation is, firstly, like the, and and how incredible it is for mental health. Yeah. I think if everyone can, can get a glimpse of that, we'll, we'll make some strides as, as a species. Yes. Done, I've only been doing it for a few months and it's been significant. The, okay. you know, the changes in my mood and the ability to kind yeah. of catch myself when I need to has been, has been quite something. And it's just enjoyable. It's like a little 
20 minute, 30 minute holiday that you, yeah. that you get to go on holiday. Most, most days I don't even get to 20 minutes. I, I meditate every day. And if it, if it yeah. has to be five minutes, then, but, but I do, yes. I do because I, I need it. I, 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 I just feel completely as if my, as if my mind is on flight mode and flight right. as in right. flittering, yeah. flittering. Okay. And well, okay. if I, if I, if I meditate, I just feel more kind of, Okay. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm, 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 I, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and I, I heard a um, a lovely term for for meditation. Someone called it a, a neuroscientist that I was listening to called it deliberate disengagement. Ah. Um, which I thought was. I mean, firstly, it's exactly what it is. But I mean, that's I think for someone, and then which then means everyone whose mind is constantly going like yeah. that, the, the outside world constantly going like that, deliberate disengagement becomes necessary. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so I if use... I could, I mean, for me, that's, that's staying. That's definitely, yeah. that's not good. I mean, it, it has to stay. Um, and if I could design, redesign the world, then it would be a world um, with where people are maybe just a bit more kind and a, a bit more kind to themselves and a bit more kind yes. to each other. Mm. I really like that. We can't be kind to others if we haven't learned to be kind to ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And and and, and that that will be a beautiful a beautiful world to live in, where people beat themselves up less, accept themselves, be kind to themselves, accept their their their, their own shortcomings, or be far more yeah. kind to themselves around their shortcomings. Um, I, I think we'll, yeah. we'll we'll see a lot of. A lot of vibration in the world being lifted, and then to carry that that higher vibration out in the rest of the world, that will be bloody awesome. Yeah, yeah. And so I, if, I think we can. I mean, I think if I if I can teach one person about what meditation, or tell one person about what meditation mm, has done for me, then maybe they decide to try it. And maybe yeah. Create a little chain reaction like that. Absolutely, because what I do is some nights I get into bed and I'm a very very good sleeper. So for me to get into bed uh-huh. and oh. is it? Oh no, I'm all yeah. oh god. I, I I nap in the afternoon and I sleep like a log in the evenings. Wow. And the longer lockdown goes, the more the longer I want to sleep. I really struggle yeah. to wake up. I'm serious. I don't know what's going on with me. Um, wow. But anyway, and but, but the very. <laughs> <laughs> At the very odd night, I feel that gear in my head that's going. And then I just oh. switch inside Tama on, go to, to Yoga Nidra. I do the same. Yep, yeah. earphones in, and ugh, I wake up later with the earphones cords kind of all dangling all around me, virtually strangling <laughs> myself. So it, it, even for that, it, meditation really, really works. So, yeah, so, yeah. So, so I'm with you. If, if we can get one person to start meditating from listening to this, this then we're making the world a better place. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Totally believe but, that. <laughs> fantastic. But Marvin, thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate it. Marvin, have a wonderful, <laughs> have a wonderful dinner and thank you for chatting to me. And I'll let you know thank when you. we go live. Thanks for having me. Look after yourself. Enjoy your Ciao. I want to thank Fiona, Wilhelm, Mark, Melissa. David and Marvin from the bottom of my heart for once again entertaining my Meet Me in the Field hobby and making themselves available to chat to us. I really like hearing how so many people are turning inward to things like meditation and yoga to keep them connected to themselves and as a tool to better mental health. 
Like with the religious group, it seems as if the most important thing is that our attitudes direct our mental state. We can choose to make the best of this, and each of our guests indicate and each of our guests indicate how they are making this choice for themselves on a daily basis. I hope you got something you can use from these wise people. If you want to know more about what I do, please feel free to connect with me on my website, which is www.freddy.org.za, or find me on Facebook at either Meet Me in the Field or Freddy Counselor on Twitter or on Twitter at at Freddy or Instagram at Freddy Counselor. Remember that Freddy is always spelt with an IE at the end. Thank you for listening. Be safe. Bye.